help me welcome to the show for the first time, Mark Rudolph. How are you? Thank you so much for being on with me. Hi. Good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, Mark, I was, I was warned that you were a character. And uh, Mark, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Business in America. Are we presenting business? Are CEOs able to present their businesses in ways that uh, are effective or has something gone out of the punch of who they are? You deal in that. Talk to us about it. Well, as you know, CL, a lot of the CEOs today are woke. They are beholden to the World Economic Forum in Geneva, Switzerland. And so they're down with ESG. That's the Environmental, Social, and Governance. So, and, and a lot of them are into net zero, which is tied into that. So they don't. They don't uh, they don't verbalize their businesses in capitalistic terms anymore because they're afraid of the woke mob. They're afraid of their woke employees. They're afraid of Larry Fink at BlackRock. So it's a very mixed bag today. They're trying to pretend that they're not greedy money makers when in fact they are and they masquerade with the wokeness on top to try to convince their gen z and millennial employees that they're really they're they're down with the cause so it's it is the the reflection of that is how they promote their companies and what what you see on tv what you see in print is often just woke messaging and it's it's pretty scary because they can't be honest anymore. They can't be clever. They can't be bold because somebody's going to get offended. Let me ask you this then, Mark. Uh, we're on at Mark Rudolph. And uh, Mark, tell me this. Are they then acting against their own purposes and cause? And, and, and what I'm saying is this or asking is this. Will they then strengthen a move that actually regulates them out of business by embracing, as you have said, the woke agenda? Talk to us. Well, the big companies are never going to be regulated out of business because they're in cahoots with the government. And so any regulations help the largest corporations and hurt small businesses. So I don't think they're afraid of that at all. And we've seen this uh, we've seen this government business cooperation, which is dangerous to society. So I don't think that they're worried at all. How then does that affect how then does that affect small business? How does that affect small business as we look down the road? Well, as we know, during the covid lockdown, that affected small businesses. A lot of them don't exist anymore. But the larger businesses prospered and grew. Amazing. I think you know how it's going to affect them. Regulations hurt the small people because they, the small businesses, because they can't afford to hire all the lawyers to deal with the regulations. And they don't have the cash to shield them from the reduced profit margins. So it, 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 but it, it cascades throughout society and it hurts everybody because we now have a generation of people who are afraid to open their mouths lest they get visited by the FBI. People just don't say what they think anymore. They're every, so everybody's scared. 
when you're working for a corporation, for example, let's say you're working at Lockheed, you're making fighter jets, and you're on a team of people, and you have, uh, let's say, some trans people on your team, and somebody has screwed up. But you're afraid to criticize your trans colleague because you'll get fired. So you don't criticize your trans colleague, and then something will go to the assembly line that is deficient in quality, and a pilot flying a plane could die because of that. So it's affecting everything everywhere. And people need to say enough is enough and turn it around, just as the parents are doing with the education. They're going to school board meetings and they're saying enough is enough. And people in corporations need to start saying, we're not going to this DEI training anymore, the CRT training anymore. No, we're not going to do it. Just the way all of the people walked out on Elon Musk yesterday. Yeah. That's what people have to do in every company. When they say you have to go to CRT training. No, we're not going. Yeah. That's what has to happen. Let me ask you this then. Uh, has the stage been set or is the stage uh, being set for there to be uh, more monopolized, uh, more monopoly rather, in corporate America? Will we begin to see uh, these monsters beginning to swallow up uh, what we used to know as just a, reg- a, a corporate America? Talk to us. Well, I would say yes, but but again, it depends on what happens in the 2024 election. If Trump doesn't win, and right now he's having a pretty tough time, and I don't know what's going to happen, but let's say he let's say that this country is stupid enough to reelect Joe Biden, just kiss it goodbye. Your business as you know it is done. And it, it will be the monopolistic companies. It will be the ones imposing net zero on us when, in fact, there is no climate change. It's all a hoax. Net zero is ridiculous. It doesn't even make any physics sense whatsoever. But it's a good way of controlling people, and it's working. So the answer to your question is yes. We're going to have fewer and fewer companies. They're going to be bigger and bigger with more power, and they're going to be in, con- in cahoots with the government. You know, see it happening before our very eyes. Amazingly, uh, the president was with President Xi, or President Biden, or, or Joe Biden was with uh, President Xi uh, the other day of China, and uh, one of the biggest polluters in the entire world. But yet, nothing was truly said about the fentanyl or even the the cause of, of COVID that has shut down so many small businesses. But they talked about climate change. I thought it was an conversation to be having with uh, uh, one of the, the, the greatest uh, polluters uh, on the planet, and we're the cl- one of the cleanest on the, on the planet. Uh, give us your insight into the madness or the rhyme or reason or the design that climate change uh, has on, or climate change enthusiasts have upon this nation. There must be a rhyme or reason to it or even a design. Talk to us. Well, first of all, I don't like it when people conflate pollution with climate change we can get rid of pollution we cannot affect the climate the temperature of the earth has increased one degree centigrade in the last 170 years there is no climate change it's baloney and for them to talk about climate change just remember whenever they talk about whether it's covid or climate change it has nothing to do with covid or climate change it has to do with control 
Now, the reason that Joe Biden doesn't talk to she about anything important is because she's the boss. Between Joe and Hunter and Joe's brothers, she has so much, so much on on those, that Biden family, documents, audio, video. He has basically said, in my humble opinion, and I don't really have any humble opinions, but he has said to Joe, here's the deal. You are going to diminish your country, or I'm going to release to the world everything we have on your family. And we have a lot. So you're going to make your country look terrible when you exit Afghanistan. You're going to open the border. You're going to let all the fentanyl through, which we make. You are going to divide the country by race. You're going to have just have a lousy economy. You're going to have lousy education. And we're number one in education now. You're just going to destroy your country. And Joe will do anything to protect Hunter. Anything. Based so on... He has sacrificed his country for his son. Amazing. Based on what you've just said then, this Congress has just been elected, uh, finally winning... Uh, a majority, uh, uh, well, at least winning control of the Congress. What then do we expect, if anything, them to do about this Hunter Biden situation that truly does need to be investigated? Do is that also uh, something that has been bought off, or what? From your point of view, what do you expect from that? Uh, I expect a lot of talk. I expect very little action. Right now, we're getting a lot of talk. But that's all I that's all I expect because that's all we ever get. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, you you know that yourself. Look at them. They, they 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 talk a good game. They're good at bloviating and pontificating, but they're lousy at fighting. Right. They're just not fighters. Democrats are fighters. Republicans are not. Is that why the tsunami is that why the tsunami did not uh, take place that uh, so many uh, were, were talking about. Uh, I'm a senior fellow at Freedom Works in D.C., and we said that, hey, you, listen, you guys looking for a tsunami, uh, don't look for it. Uh, however, uh, we were poo-pooed on that, but we, were t- we t- it turned out to be right. And so uh, why, in your opinion, then, did it not occur in the volume that uh, Republicans had predicted? Well, that's a complicated question because it differs state by state. But if you want me to make a general blanket statement about it, I think the people do not believe that the Republicans are going to do what they say they're going to do. And and I think a lot of people figure, well, if we're just going to get why vote for Republican Democrats when we can vote for actual Democrats? Now, in my state, I, I don't even know where to begin with the voter fraud and Oz didn't ever have a strong base behind him. And these people, these woke people in my my state who love somebody who dresses like a gangster. I mean, it, it's just, I can just go on and on and on and talk about this. This guy is now in, as I said on Newsmax just a couple of days ago, our state sending a guy with mashed potato for brains to the Senate. And he literally can't do anything. He's walking around in a fog, and he can't function without his teleprompter. I mean, the day after the the, the so-called debate with Oz, I thought that all those Fetterman signs, the Fetterman yard signs that I see everywhere, I thought they were going to come down because people were so embarrassed to have them in their yards, given the, the guy who said, hi, good night, everybody. 
And I support fracking when, in fact, everybody knows he doesn't. It was so humiliating. It was sad. The signs did not come down, CL. It was sad. Not one. Mark, it was sad. And it was sad to watch. I mean, it re- and I spend a lot of time in Pennsylvania. I have many friends in Pennsylvania, done many venues up there, and I certainly did not expect the good people of Pennsylvania to do what they did. Mark, tell everybody how to get in touch with you, how to bring you to a place where they are, and how to engage in your thought process. Talk to us. Uh, I am at markrudov.com. As you said, that's M-A-R-C-R-U-D-O-V. I work with CEOs, but I will not work with woke CEOs. So if you want me to help message your company around any woke messages, don't bother calling me. I won't do it. And and that's it. And I, and I, I do appear on Newsmax, and I believe I will be appearing, appearing a lot more regularly on Newsmax, so I'm looking forward to that. So I, I want you to appear. I want you to appear a lot more regularly here. Uh, what I sense in you—we've not met, I don't believe—but what I sense in you is a man who speaks honestly, and you you take away all the BS from the conversation, and just let's just cut to the chase here, and let's talk what we're talking about. We can we can do other things, uh, you know, in, in another private conversation, but but it, it, a lot of it is at stake in our nation, Mark, and I think it's time to hear voices that are no nonsense, straight to the point, and let's stop the chasing around. God bless you, man. Thank you so much for being on with me. We'll have you back on real soon, I can assure you of that.